morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. morning bitches and welcome back to wellness for real your favorite podcast unless it's your first time tuning in then welcome to your new favorite podcast <laughs> i'm your host marlena um today i have my co-host with me felicia hey everybody what's up girl how you doing i'm good how are you your surgery's coming up you must be getting excited I am actually the day that this episode will air is the day I have my surgery, which is so crazy. crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited. I feel so ready. Uh, but I know you and I were talking before we started recording this. Like, I feel like there's so much that people don't talk about leading up to something like this because it's like a huge decision. Right. But like follow people. Yeah. Like it's literally a major surgery. So, you know, we follow people and we see the before and afters and it's like, oh, that seems so like easy right easy. oh yeah I mean it really I mean it's so funny that you say that because I wanted to ask you some questions about it because I feel like just from the beginning like can we start from the beginning and just yeah. sort of like when you made the decision that it was something that you were going to do and because I know a lot of people lose weight they have loose skin and they sort of you know not everybody can do it so you sort of have yeah. to accept that and so how was that process for you be, even before you decided to have the surgery, your like comfort with your body and where you were at with the loose skin? Yeah. So I think I, I want to say I probably had been ma maintaining my weight for like over a year and a half, two years, probably before I even decided that I like really wanted to have surgery. Um, I don't know that there was like any like defining moment or anything that happened. I think it was just for me, like being overweight for most of my life, changing my life in this, like, you know, few year period of time, losing all of this weight. And then just like being in this space where like specifically my stomach and my, my neck and chin area, like still felt the same to me, you know, like, obviously I don't feel the same. I'm way healthier. I'm, I'm way more fit. Um, I'm in way better shape than I've ever been way, way healthier than I've ever been in my entire life. Um, but yeah, it would just be, it would just be like every day, like looking in the mirror and being like, fuck, <laughs> like, I feel like I still look the same sometimes. And it is, it's a mental battle and it's, definitely something, you know, like a lot of things, we can only understand it fully if we've ever experienced it ourselves. Um, and for some people, you know, they lose weight and they don't have, you know, excess skin in their stomach area or, you know, every, everybody's, yeah, everybody's bodies are so different. Our genetics are different. Everybody loses weight differently. Um, but yeah, for me, it was like, I still had this like stomach. I still had this belly hang. I still had this pouch, which I've literally had for 
as long as I can remember. I never remember my body looking any other way. So, you know, being like so active and fit and healthy now, and I'm just like, look at myself and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, well, I just want to that work and to just kind of want to see what's behind there. I mean, I think that's kind yeah. of exciting in itself. Yeah. Right? And even just the little things like, you know, I've never, even in high school, like I remember going to like the mall with, you know, a group of girlfriends and everybody's like, buying all these little things and, you know, going to Victoria's Secret and buying the little underwear and the thongs. And I'm like, I can't fucking wear any of that stuff. Not, it's just not comfortable on my body. You know, it's not made for a body. Not like comfortable mine. On my girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so that's kind of how, I think that's how it all kind of started. And then just kind of seeing some other people going through cosmetic surgery online. Um, and like, like I said, like seeing their before and after, and I was just like, okay, I want this for me. Um, but it came with a lot of mental stuff, obviously, like I struggle with fertility. Right. So like, that's a whole aspect of it where it was like every single consultation I had, these motherfuckers would ask me about, you know, pregnancy and children. And if I plan on having children and I'm like, leave me alone, yeah. <laughs> stop asking me that, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's definitely was one of the biggest mental hurdles. Even like my last consult I had, the chick's like, you know, we definitely don't want you to have any kids after this, which like the doctor I'm actually going with doesn't never even said that to me. Um, and I've watched plenty of people get pregnant after having a tummy tuck. Me too. And it looks great to me. Yeah. And my doctor says like, as long as you don't gain a lot of fat, if you stay healthy through your pregnancy, your body will bounce right back. So did you have any physical, like just with having the loose skin, like anything like that got in the way, like when you're exercising or did you have any of those challenges? I'm curious. Um, you know what? I actually, well, you know, my, like I said, my body's been this way for so freaking long that like, I honestly, I'm so used to the things that I have to do. So like, I'm so used to like having to like, keep myself more clean, you know, and like right. washing myself a certain way and, um, like wearing certain types of clothes. Like the other day, somebody asked me about like, you know, how excited I am to, sh to shop. And I'm just like, I can't even fathom shopping for clothing without like keeping in mind, like my belly, right. <laughs> you like know, I need a high waist or I need this or I need that. Yeah. Like I can't get anything. Yeah. The low waist, low riders, you just get them. <laughs> I know. Like, I can't even, I don't know. Like even just the idea of that is like wild to me. Like I can't even, I don't know. It's going to be weird, but, um, but for the most part, you know, I mean, obviously like when I do cardio and stuff, like having that there and just like moving cycling, you know, like literally I just have my belly sitting hmm. in my lap. I have just know, a little my bit. skin. And I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I didn't lose a hundred pounds, but I have a little pouch and that's like for me, and it's minimal, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's there and I find it to be in the way a little bit. So I just, I can't really imagine what that would be like. And sort of the prospect of not having that, like, is pretty exciting. Yeah. It's kind of fucking wild. honestly. So how of, like, how did you choose a doc, like a doctor? Like, I would think that yeah. that would be kind of crazy. Cause like, 
unless you know someone that went to someone here in Minnesota, like, because there's so many different plastic surgeons. There are. Yeah. And if you Google like plastic surgery, it's like, I mean, like anything else. Right. Um, so I don't know. I just started with due diligence. And the first doctor I did actually see was someone who had been recommended to me, um, by someone who I met on Instagram and have no, like met in real life, um, just through like WW meetups and stuff. Um, and she lives locally and she had a 360 body lift like over a decade ago and has had like three children since and looks amazing. So she sent me her surgeon's information and this was at the like beginning of COVID, I want to say. Yeah, it was pretty early on in, in the COVID world. Um, and I, I saw this doctor. I really liked him. He was pretty old, old guy, old school, <laughs> you know, but he you know, he had been doing this for so long. And, uh, you know, I also talked to him about liposuction in my neck as well, because that's another huge insecurity for me. Like I said, like feeling like I still have this like double chin, even though I've like lost 70 pounds and have kept it off for three years, a little frustrating. Um, but yeah, I really liked him. I had a consultation with him. Um, at that point in time, like I still was in the process of like figuring out, okay, how the how the fuck am I going to pay for this? <laughs> Cause it's not cheap, which I guess we'll go more into detail yeah, on that. Um, so this was like, like I said, it was my first consult. Like I was just kind of starting to get a feel for things, get information. Um, and then I was finally ready to book with him and I call his office and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to book. And they're like, yeah, he's not taking appointments right now. Call back in a month. And I'm like, okay. And this, like I said, this was the beginning of COVID. So it was like, I don't know, the whole world was just fucking weird. And, you know, like you didn't really know what was going on. So I was just like, okay, whatever. Doing all kinds of craziness. Yeah. Well, that's actually what ended up happening. Like three months later, he announced he was retiring. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay, (laughs) cool. Um, But you know what? Everything happens for a reason. And I was probably not ready at that point in time to go through this yet. He was not the right doctor for me. So at this point, then I'm like, okay, cool. Let me start doing my due diligence. So I started visiting, I I literally had a consult, I think with every single top doctor in the Minneapolis area. Um, I had a lot of bad experiences, (laughs) a lot of weird experiences. (laughs) I would say the weirdest was I went to one of the top, she's the top female doctor in Minnesota, right? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go to a girl doctor, girl power, you know, all that stuff. Um, the whole practice is female. So I go in there and I don't even meet the doctor. I meet like one of her nurses, which I guess for some bigger, higher profile doctors, that's pretty normal for your first consult to be like with a nurse or their assistant or whatever. This chick, I don't know if she like knew who I was. I don't, I don't, it was like the weirdest thing. It was like, she was, and look, I like a personable professional but this shit was like next level. She was like swearing. She was telling me not to see the other doctor. Cause I had a consult with both. There's two female doctors are in the same practice. She was like, you don't want to see her. She's fucking terrible. And like, was like, yeah, like talking shit about the other doctor, like was like very assumptive in the fact that I was going to be booking my appointment with this doctor, very assumptive about like pricing. Like I literally had to ask, like, we go through this whole consult, which is like I said, so fucking weird. She's like swearing and like, it's just a little bit too relaxed. You know, (laughs) she's just like, she's the fucking best. You don't want to go to anybody else, blah, blah, blah. So we go through this whole consultation and I'm like, okay, 
how much is it? <laughs> like, you haven't even gone over pricing with me. Like, this is so weird. This doctor was literally over two times the cost of any other doctor I had seen at this point Why? in time. I because she's was on the cover of People, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All she's, right. she's a people like famous people like a fly in. Kind of yeah. Yeah, like the lady's like telling me, she's like, oh, people fly in to have their surgery done with her. And I'm like, okay, how much is it? Uh, <laughs> mind you, most doctors are quoting me like between 10 to 15,000. That's about okay. the range that I'm getting everywhere I'm going. This bitch quoted me $25,000. Oh my God. And I was like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, gonna good. Keep, I'm gonna get a lot of leggings for that. Keep, just the whole situation. And, and I'm sure maybe her, the experience with her maybe is worth paying more. I don't fucking know, but it wasn't worth it to me. And just like, I had such a weird. Well, it didn't sound like a consultation. It sounded like you're coming here. Yeah, (laughs) it was so assumptive. It was just, it was weird. Yeah. So that didn't work out for me. Um, Yeah. So I just, I kept going to consults and look, I spaced them out. This was like all over a year. Okay. So like over a year, um, it's taken me to actually get to the point where I'm having this surgery from when I decided I wanted to have it. Right. So like, sure. I feel like that's another misconception just because social media, it seems like things happen so fast on social media when you're following other, someone could be like, Oh, I'm having cosmetic surgery. And then it seems like a week later they're having it. And then like, before you know it, they're like recovered. And you know, it's just like perspective. Right. Um, as just like a viewer. So, I just want to like make that be known that like, it's okay for you to decide to do something like this and then take your time actually getting to the end result. Right. You should take your time with this. You should. Yes. Please don't buy a Groupon. (laughs) (laughs) Don't buy a Groupon. Don't, don't just go to the first doctor you meet. Even if you really like the first doctor you meet, meet with multiple doctors because you're going to get a different experience from every single place you go. Um, Did you consult with anybody outside of the state? I, I, so I had one consult virtually with a Phoenix, which is like the popular Instagram, like everybody in Instagram goes to them. Lots of like, you know, the bigger influence accounts and, and people with large followings go to them. Um, I think they have one doctor in particular that's really popular. Um, So that was actually my last virtual consult before I was like, okay, you already know you found your doctor. And I'll talk about my doctor in a minute because he's the shit. Uh, But I was like, I'm just someone who's like, I need to be sure. Right. And like due diligence is a love language for me, like doing research, like making sure I've dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's like that shit's really important to me. Um, so, uh, yeah, my, my virtual consult with a Phoenix was not that great. I don't know. It was like 10 minutes, maybe. Um, it was essentially like a FaceTime or a zoom, um, conversation. Um, and she kept asking me about pregnancy. She was really pissing me off actually. Cause she was like, do you have any kids? No, I don't have any kids. Um, do you plan to have any children? No. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I never know how to answer that. Like it's not really, (laughs) I don't really get to choose. (laughs) Um, but yeah, she just kept asking. And then finally I was like, listen, me and my husband have been struggling with fertility for four years. I don't know. Crickets. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
And then she asked again after oh that, God. after that, she's like, you know, we just want to make sure. And I was like, all right, this is not for me. Like y'all are not for me. This is like, read the room, bitch. Like, right. I said, like if uh, someone says they're struggling with fertility, stop fucking asking them if they're going right. to get pregnant. Like that's literally the worst point. thing. You, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Um, so that was just a sign to me. I was like, okay, go with your gut. You found your doctor, um, which for me, I'm going to twin cities plastic. I am seeing, Dr. Karan Chopra. He is so amazing. I've had the best experience with him. My consult had my first consult with his office was almost two hours long. They were so thorough, answered all my questions. Like he's, he's a younger guy. I want to say he's pro. I don't, I don't know his age, but he's definitely a lot younger than a lot of the other doctors I've seen. Um, but he's very innovative. Like you can tell he's like, he's in the know he knows what's going on with the newest technologies and the best ways to do things um he's also the only doctor y'all only doctor that I saw that gave me an explanation as to why I still have this like fatty 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 deposit in my chin Hmm. and like why I have this issue with my like double chin situation um and he explained to me that it's like it's not necessarily the fat in my face it's the structure of my chin which is a weak chin as they call it a weak ass chin yeah so my chin doesn't come out as far and as down as far as it's supposed to um so we're actually doing chin and neck liposuction and I'm also doing a chin implant with him okay so then it will give you more structure and kind of yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Cause he's like, I can, I can lipo your, your chin and your face, but you're not going to be happy with the result, which makes me think about that first doctor that I saw that I liked. We were just going to do some lipo and I'm like, man, how unhappy would I have been if I had just done that? And then I still was unhappy with like the, the structure of yeah. my face. And the only reason I'm doing the chin lipo is because I'm already going to be under for the tummy yeah, tuck. Nice I wouldn't fun. go. Yeah. I wouldn't go under just for the chin lipo. I'm only doing it because I'm already going to be under for the tummy tuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, just a combination of all that stuff. Um, just all the experiences I had. That's how I ended up with the doctor that I ended up with. So yeah, it's been awesome. And like I said, like he's a younger guy. So like he's into social media, you know, like he's, I don't know, more my vibe. That's cool. Yeah. So then what is it like, can you kind of go through like what that, like what the process is? Like, do you have to go there a couple of times for cuts? Like, what does it look like once you go? Yes, I know I'm doing it. And how much does it cost? <laughs> yeah. So, so I had my initial consult. Um, so I've been in there for two in-person consults, which both were multiple hours long. Um, and then like, again, what I love about this office and staff, and I'm sure there are many doctors like this, is why it's so important for you to like go into multiple consultations and really get a vibe for not just the doctor, but also their staff, because those are the people going to be taking care of you. Totally. Yeah. So <laughs> Um, they like, literally I could email them, call them at any time with questions and they get right back to me. They never make me feel like dumb for the questions I'm asking, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel really comfortable with his entire staff. Um, 
And actually one of, one of the first girls I met on his staff, um, has also actually had a huge weight loss and then had the surgery, um, with him as well. So she's been through the things that I've been through, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. So it just, it's, it's just felt really comfortable, like from the beginning. So, um, yeah, obviously lots of questions. They give me lots and lots of paperwork to read through. So like, something that I feel like people don't really talk about is the preparation you need to do before surgery to ensure that you're going to have a quick and easy ish easiest recovery as possible. Right. Um, so like, um, you know, stopping, like I had to stop all my supplements these last two weeks. Um, I can't even take pre-workout because there are so there's like a whole list of shit that can interfere with your anesthesia and also your healing process. Ooh, okay. So those are the two main reasons they want you to stop taking. Um, like I have a whole list here. I'll show you. It's like a long oh, wow. list of things. Um, you know, obviously anything that's going to thin your blood, you want to avoid for at least two weeks leading up to surgery. So, you know, ibuprofen, Excedrin, things like that. Um, things that I wouldn't even have thought of that are on this list that they gave me, um, Alka-Seltzer, Pepto-Bismol, vitamin E, lecithin, garlic, fish oils, shark cartilage. That must be in stuff though. Cause lecithin. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Echinacea, cava, uh, valerian, ginger, ginseng, cayenne, these are all things that you want to avoid that are going to thin your blood. Um, and that can also interact with an anesthesia in, in oh, a negative wow. way. Yeah. I also stopped smoking. Very thorough. Okay. Like yeah. I had foot surgery and I had anesthesia and they didn't give me that. <laughs> they were like, here, like Advil or whatever. Like I did, yeah. that's very thorough. Yeah. My daughter. Yeah. They're super thorough. Um, which I appreciate because obviously yeah. I want to go into this being as healthy as possible. Um, so I just been really focusing on eating a super anti-inflammatory diet, you know, just making sure I get lots of vegetables and fruits every day that I'm, um, taking the right supplements. I just stopped, I stopped all my other supplements. You guys know, I love the papaya leaf and the graviola leaf. I stopped taking both of those because yes, they're all natural, but I don't know what else is in them. So it's just safest to just not even take them. Um, same with my pre-workout, any dietary supplements, they also avoid like weight loss tablets, um, ephedra, things like that, um, which a lot of that stuff is in our pre-workout. So I just stopped taking my pre-workout, um, smoking. Obviously if you're a cigarette smoker, they suggest you stop smoking six weeks prior to your surgery and you can't smoke for six weeks after, um, that's because Yeah. That's because of the nicotine. Nicotine is horrible for your body's healing abilities. Um, and it also can again, interfere with anesthesia. Um, so I did stop smoking weed, um, a week ago. So two weeks leading up to my surgery. Um, my doctor didn't recommend it. I've heard other doctors recommend it. Um, I just did it cause it just, I'm like, it's, it's not that big of a case. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I can stop smoking for a couple of weeks, um, just to ensure that I have like the smoothest surgery possible. That's great though. Yeah. And then something, um, that I'm also doing to prepare my body for this big surgery. Um, and th- this came recommended by my doctor. 
Um, so bromelene, bromelene, is that how you say it? Oh, that's the stuff that messed me up. Yeah, you're allergic, so none for you. <laughs> you saw that picture. Yes, Felicia had a full uh, swollen facial reaction. Okay, it was that's really- so wild. Were I you taking it? just the bromelain tablets? No, so I took that cute, what's the stuff that, the yellow stuff that we take? The, the Corsetin? Yeah, so that, I ordered that online and I didn't realize I had ordered it and bromelain was, a, it was that and bromelain in one tablet. Mm. So I didn't, you know, I looked it up. I eat pineapple every day. Yeah, so my, it's not that. It must have been, so I, the, maybe it was something else that was in there. Because again, in, supplements, like they, it's not, the shit's not FDA approved. So they don't automatic. have to like list out every single ingredient that's I mean, in there. I went for a walk, Marlena, and I could feel it like on my weight. Like I could kind of feel like my face felt a little swollen and it was cold out. That's so wild. I thought that I went to the bathroom and I'm like, Oh my God. I mean, like my, my, my whole face. Maybe you know, that'll be the cover art for this episode is the, <laughs> the picture of you. It took like two weeks, but it, it had all these really great properties, like yeah. municipal properties when I was reading that's about so it. That's so crazy. You had to be allergic to something specific. Can't be the bromelain because if you eat pineapple, so that's what bromelain is. It's, it's a enzyme that's found in pineapple. Um, so I, if you guys are on TikTok, if you're in the wisdom tooth TikTok <laughs> realm, which I was for a hot minute because I just got my wisdom teeth out last month. Um, you see all these videos about people talking about how you drink a gallon of pineapple juice the day before your surgery, like you won't be swollen or whatever. The thing these people fail to tell you is two days later, you will be swollen because the shit won't be in your body anymore. Um, but that's why that's why pineapple juice and pineapple in general is becoming so popular for like surgeries and wisdom tea and all this stuff is because it does have massive anti-inflammatory properties um so my doctor recommended a thousand milligrams of that and i'm taking that and there's nothing else in it that's all that's in it yeah um, so I'm taking a thousand milligrams of that twice a day so two thousand milligrams a day um and then i'm also taking Arnica, um, which I did use for my wisdom teeth as well. They're just, you can buy them, they're little tablets and they just like dissolve in your mouth. Honestly, the Arnica probably helped me the most with my pain management after my wisdom teeth removal, really? more so than the fucking Vicodin did. The Vicodin was fun. Arnica like, gel. I have Arnica gel. Like yes. I yep. I bought the gel too for afterwards. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing. To obviously drinking my water. I feel like I always forget to mention how important hydration is just because it's so, it's just so nor like it's, it's a, you're a good water drinker girl. Yeah. You it's a non-negotiable or anything like that. Yeah. So, I drink like, a minimum of a hundred ounces a day and that's just like my normal. So yes. Yeah, so but you got to make sure, yeah, that you're staying hydrated, um, obviously before and after. So yeah, that's, I hope that okay, answers so your on top of all of that, do you have to like prep in the sense of there's certain things you need to purchase or buy or have as oh, part yeah. of your recovery? Yeah. So on something else that I didn't mention that I've been doing is I've been doing at least one Peloton ride every day. So I've been adding a lot of extra cardio into my life because I don't do a lot of cardio. Um, so I've been literally doing ass kicking cardio every day you're influencing me to buy a fucking bike and i don't need to do it I'm <laughs> influenced. do I'm like, it <laughs> do it my peloton and look Yo, i have a bike back there but it's not one of those. 
Cycling like, is so fun. It's like, get off the internet. She's like, get off Instagram. I'm like, <laughs> like, stop buying shit. I need a new bike. And he's like, no, you don't. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So the things that I've purchased to help me with recovery. Um, I probably should have pulled up my Amazon shopping list. So I bought one of those P funnels. I hear that's like a what must a because it, it's literally gonna come in handy so much just for like winter time too, like going to the cabin. So it's literally just like it's a funnel for your vagina so that you can pee standing up and it's got a little, a little straw. Yeah. It's got a little straw thing at the end. Yeah. And it's like a little, yeah, a little funnel. I'd like that for an outhouse situation. Exactly. I'm like, this is going to come in handy for me for sure. If you camp, um, you know, so you don't have to be outside popping a squat. So that'll make it easier for you to go to the bathroom because it'll be it'll hurt. To yes. So yeah, for peeing, obviously. And like, you, again, after surgery, you're going to be want to drink, be drinking tons of water to flush all that shit out. Um, so yeah, I'll be peeing a lot. <laughs> so that'll <laughs> help. Um, so yeah, so it's like, I don't have to be like sitting up and down, especially those first few days. I think it's going to be pretty difficult. Um, I did buy like a, pillow like an incline pillow thing like that has like multiple pieces so you can like you know hmm. does that Sit make sense like the wedge pillow wedge? okay yeah so it's got like a wedge it's also got like a crescent moon it's got like all these different shapes and they all fit together different ways and you can use them in different ways so like you know you can put it under your knees you can use it for your back you can oh, use it for your cool. yeah so you can use it all kinds of different ways and I'm like I'll totally use this after surgery so oh, worth it um, worth it. Yeah. That was expensive. That was probably the most expensive thing I bought. It was like a hundred bucks for the pillow, yeah, which know. like, I'm like, oh, oh God. Um, I bought lots of Arnica, I bought, like I said, about the tablets and the gel. So that's definitely going to come in handy. Clothes. Post-surgery. Yeah. You know what? I haven't bought any clothes. Well, as far as for like my recovery, I just bought lots of pajama sets with like okay. the button Bumpies. up. Yeah. Button up tops. Um, oh, I bought a blood pressure monitor Ooh. so I can monitor my blood pressure post-surgery um oh I bought I bought a 10-foot phone charger <laughs> so I don't have to worry about my phone like because obviously I'm gonna be on my phone a shitload right what else am I gonna right. be doing so um that's the other thing that I purchased yeah so that's it I didn't um I didn't get a walker you guys don't use a walker after your surgery it's so bad you need to be using your muscles right away after surgery walking around and moving your body is the most important thing that you can do um at, right afterwards like on okay. day 1 right so you see people walking around with walkers it's like uh, and I've heard this from multiple doctors um and just like people on TikTok and shit, doctors on TikTok. Um, do yeah, don't use a walker because you're you're essentially delaying um, your body's recovery by doing that. So yeah, getting That's up. Advice. Yeah, so that and then the toilet seat riser, which was another thing that I was kind of back and forth on. So I was like, I'm sure that makes like going, the toilet seat riser. So it goes on top of your toilet seat. So it's like a five inch riser. Yeah. With handles. Oh. So you're not having to sit down as far when you go poop, but I'm like, I don't know. Everybody's like first two days, you're not going to poop anyways. So we constipated <laughs> from all the meds and the anesthesia. And then by the time you do like, 
And I heard this from multiple people, um, who have had the surgery who are, you know, as active as I am that they're like, you're going to be just fine. Like, yes, it will be a little uncomfortable, but like, you don't need the hundred dollars. Cause it's a fucking hundred dollars, a hundred dollar seat riser thing. So I just didn't get it. I'm like, whatever, I'll be fine. Well, how much money do you think that you had to spend for like your, like your prepping? 500 bucks, like how much money, like when you are Arnica, all your stuff. I'm just curious. Um, uh, under 200. Oh, that's not bad besides no. your pillow. Yeah, under 200. I mean, obviously I could have spent more, but right. I'm very- so, like, I'm, That was enough to get kind of what you needed. Yeah, the wedge pillow is the most expensive thing that I purchased. Um, And like I said, that was a hundred bucks, but I was like, I'll totally use this <laughs> after this. So- um, I was fine with that, but yeah, like the day at the medical facility, like if someone has surgery, like in Minnesota and you live in yeah. Minnesota, can you go home or do you have to stay there overnight or nope. what is so, that? Look like? Yeah. So I am actually going home the same day. Um, oh. they, yep. They sent me home the same day. Um, I, I think he said my surgery will be about three hours and it's super early in the morning. So I should be home in the afternoon, early evening. Um, one of the the celebrity doctor I saw the fucking $25,000 lady she <laughs> yeah. she does have she has like her own like surgery room like I'm having my surgery at a hospital so like okay. it's not like it's at a surgery center yeah, so like I, to, I yeah okay. so I had to pay this the my surgeon my plastic surgeon and then I also had to pay the hospital like all the surgery fees so those are two separate okay. but and they send you home same day um, but I do go in the following day. So like first day post-op, um, I do go in and see my doctor again, just to make sure like everything is okay. Um, but the, the celebrity doctor I saw, she does keep her people overnight. So some doctors will, may just depends on where just you're. De- yeah. just depends on the doctor, but most of the people that I've seen have this surgery. I think it's more common for people to be sent home than it is for them to stay. Right yeah that makes sense yeah that's good though okay so then how long's the recovery oh god <laughs> what does that look like yeah so obviously you don't know full like right. i don't know until Some i'm actually in it longer, right but yeah, in general, everybody's, everybody's different but um typically that first week is going to be the hardest it's going to be the most painful it's going to be the most challenging and difficult um, week two, I hear you can kind of, you kind of start to feel a little bit better. Um, typically within that second week, um, if you have any drains, those will be removed by the end of week two. So at the end of week two, I have stitches removed. So I'm assuming that means that by the end of week two, my wounds should be closed. Right. Um, by week four, um, I'm planning to travel. So I'm hoping that I'm all right. Well, I'm doing well. I'm actually flying to Puerto Rico with Adam for 10 days. Um, yeah, like literally week four. So, and my doctor said I should be more than, yeah, that at week four, like, you know, I may be a little, I may still fatigue kind of easily and things like that. I may still be a little tender, but I mean, most oh. people, most people can get back to normal, like four to six weeks, six okay, to what eight about your weeks, face? somewhere in there. What is that? Like, will you have bruising or will, will you be wrapped up? Yeah. So, um, 
I don't know yet. Um, I asked my doctor about it. He said, cause this is another thing I loved about Dr. Chopra was he, I didn't feel like I was in a tummy tuck factory. So many of the doctors that I saw, including that virtual consultation I had, it just felt like churning them out. Yeah. Like it just felt like I was like just another tummy, you know what I'm saying? Like there was no personalization to what I was asking to be done. Um, and that's what I love about Dr. Chopra is everything. He's like, it, every person is so different. Um, so he's like, I don't know if you're going to have to wear a chin strap until we're done with the surgery. Sure. Okay. I don't know, you know, how long you're going to have to wear a binder until you're actually going through your healing process. Right? right. Because again, everybody is so different. So I don't know if I'm going to be wearing a chin strap. Um, I am starting lymphatic massages like that week, like literally, I think it's like three that or four, means. three days post-op. Um, so lymphatic massages are, you may have seen them like on the internet being either illegally done here in the States or done in other countries where they literally massage the liquids out of people, like out of a wound. And you see like liquid squirting out of people. That's not what this is. Okay. I'm like, that just sounds right. <laughs> that's not what this is. And when you see that on the internet, that's actually super illegal in the States. Um, to do so, uh, and it's not very safe or hygienic. Do, you do, a massage? do you have to go somewhere? Or? Yes. So I am going to a place here in the Twin Cities called Return to Play LLC. So they're essentially like um, they do all kinds of stuff. So lymphatic massages is just one part of things that they do. It's um, essentially a place for people to recover from injuries, surgeries, things like that. It's a medical practice. So there are medical professionals there. Um, and so lymphatic massages, essentially, um, and, and I'll share all this on my Instagram so you guys can actually like see visually what all this is. But um, so our lymphatic system is how we drain fluids. Okay. So like when people have, like you hear about like swell hell after people have surgery where they're like crazy swollen, that's because they're literally severing their entire lymphatic system. And that is reconnecting. So it's not doing as good of a job flushing all those fluids okay. out because it's healing. Right. And that healing can take sometimes over a year. Like it's a, it's a fucking process. You're literally cutting all that shit in half. Right. Right. Um, so the lymphatic massages, um, I mean, obviously I'll learn more about them as I start to do them. Um, but they will help me with the swelling. Um, and that's another big reason why he's like compression. He's like, since I've started sending people to this place, like they don't even really need the compression, the compression garments, like the neck strap and the, sure. all that stuff, because the, the massages are so effective. So I'll be really excited to that's see that. Cool. Yeah. I think a lot of people find them super relieving, um, because they do, they help you flush that out into the right area of your body where your body is going to naturally let it out. I love it. Okay. Yeah. This is very good. I, this yeah. is really detailed. Yeah, I know. I feel like, I mean, and listen, I'm going to be sharing all this on my Instagram too, but I feel like there's just so much that goes into having a procedure like this that people don't talk about. Um, you know, like all this preparation, like even just the mental stuff, which we literally haven't even talked about yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the fact that I'm 
literally going to change. I'm changing my body, the body that I have known for 30 years, right? 30 plus years um, is going to be different. Um, that, I mean, I think most people would assume that they're going to feel amazing and that they're um, not going to, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to have no body image issues after all of this. And like, that's not the case <laughs> at all. You know, if you talk to people who have had surgeries like this, they'll tell you like, this isn't, if you're still struggling with your body image issues, this is not going to fix that. Yeah. You know, this isn't going to be a fix all like find something else. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, if it's not that it's whatever, like it, you know, it's a, it's definitely a mental process. So I've been really, um, intentional with being aware of that, with having conversations with, um, acknowledging like any weird feelings I'm having or any intrusive thoughts that I'm having about this. Um, also like talking to my partner in like a very candid way about this. And I talked a little bit, I think about this, um, on my episode with Brit, um, our first monthly moments episode, but like, you know, I really had to sit down with my husband and be like, how, I mean, listen, he's like the most supportive, amazing person in the world. But like, how do you feel about this? Like, you've known me since I was a teenager. You've known my body the way it is. Like, you know, do you have any feelings about this? Like, you know, are you struggling with anything? Like, are you worried? Are you, you know, like, right. and we had to have some face, really, you're doing something to your face. I mean, that's simply, even though the goal is, yes, you're going to look better and feel better that still has to, there has to be some moments where you're like, uh, what yeah. if, you know what I mean? Like just that scary, I think surgery has a, a factor of, you know, it's a big deal to put yourself under and to have your body trauma. It's trauma to your body. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, and there is always a risk with it, no matter totally. what. And so yeah. that's scary too. I mean, that holds people back sometimes from moving forward with something they really want. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. I think that it's important to have those conversations, you know, with yourself. And I don't know. I, I mean, it's for me, it's important that, that I have those conversations with my husband consistently, right? And it's not just one conversation, right. right? Like it's a constant checking in, him checking in on me. You know, how are you feeling? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Do you have any concerns? Are you, you know, and same for him too. Like I'm literally being put under and having a, a major surgery, not one, but two, you know, <laughs> slices into my body. Like right. that's a lot, you it know? Is. So, um, and, and even with that being said, you know, like initially when I had planned on having the surgery, we had planned on him being my caretaker afterwards. Um, and I know I talked to you about this when I, after I got my wisdom teeth removed, he was my caretaker. And after about two days, uh, he was over it, you know? And I was just like, um, you know, and God, I love him so much, but like caretaking is not something that comes natural to him, you know, at all. Um, you know, he does his best, but asking someone to care for you after something this major is a huge undertaking for anyone. Right. right? Um, so that was another conversation we had to have, you know, and I, I'm, I'm having my mom take care of me for the week. Not that he won't be there, you know, not that he'll be like, right. not that he'll just like disappear, you know, but obviously he wants to go to work and do things. And, yeah. so. and he's, I, I love him so much, but he is the worst person to have 
if you have a crisis. <laughs> like he's not, <laughs> the man is good at many things, <laughs> but problem solving in a crisis is not yeah. one of those things. <laughs> like not even at all. Um, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, like, okay, who, who would I want to take care of me? My mom. My mom is the best caretaker I know. Yeah, absolutely. She's been through this. She had a mommy makeover like a decade ago. So she's at least familiar with, you know, how, how hard it is. And, you know, especially that first week for a lot of people, it can come with like a lot of emotion too. Right. And I'm, I'll say it right now. I'm a fucking baby when I'm like sick when I don't feel good, when I'm injured, like, I want you to be waiting on me. Like, like I am, (laughs) I'm needy as a fuck (laughs) when I'm going through shit. So needy, you know? And like, what, what would be better than, yeah, my mom. Yeah. I'll I'll have my mom there and she'll be cooking me comfort food. And you know, talked, can I ask, like, was the financial thing? I mean, that's a big chunk of money. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of money. So I would say that, like, I know even in the beginning, you're like, I've made the decision that I'm going to do this for myself and I'm going to figure out how to make this work. But that is a lot of money to sit down and say, okay, you know what I mean? To your, you know, your husband, I I need 20 G. Like, (laughs) um, so just that whole piece of it, I think that also people are afraid they can't afford it. So they don't, Yeah. they just don't even open the door. And it is a lot of money. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, if I can do it, you can do it. Right. Cause like, no, that's a lot of fucking money. And even with financing, I mean, if you're not in a good financial situation, it's not something that I recommend that you force yourself into. I mean, there's definitely options start saving, you know, I mean, you can, you know, we talk about saving and how to do all that, but, um, and like, as far as like talking to Adam about the financial aspect of it, like, and listen, like finances look different in every single relationship and how, how a couple handles their finances looks completely different. Some people are 100% separate. So, you know, like everybody does a different situation in our situation. Uh, I control our finances. Not that I control our finances, but I I manage everything. I manage our whole life. Okay. I do everything and my husband trusts me. So for him, it was never even a, like, there was no issue. Awesome, yeah. There was no issue with spending the money. Cause for him, he's like, if you, if you say we can do this and you are ready to do this and you want to do this, like, cool, let's do it. You know? So there was really no issue there, but I can totally see how something like that could cause an issue for some people. Right. Like that's a, especially if you have a family and you know, for us, like, it's just us, you know, so all our shit's taken care of, you know, it's, it's something that we're able to do and it's really not going to affect us, um, in a huge way financially. Right. Like so or something like, yeah, but the fact that we're in the position to do that, <laughs> took a lot of motherfucking work you right. know so I just want to say that, that yeah you, I mean for sure you've worked super hard and you know even like selling your all the things that you've done yeah. um so I'm super excited for you like this is yeah. really really great 
it's kind of weird, like having this conversation. So what, what is today? Is this Tuesday? So this is the Tuesday before my surgery. So like when this actually airs y'all, like I'll actually be like in surgery. surgery. Like that's so fucking weird, that's- but I'm so ready. I'm excited. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other information that I left out. And obviously I'll talk about this more. Right, and posted, But it's nice to have everything in one place because I do think you've talked about it piece by piece and here and there, but I think really yeah. for someone to be able to sit down and hear this and just sort of listen to sort of the beginning and sort of the processes, I think it's great information for people. Yes. And um, if, if you are interested in more information, I am saving everything that I'm sharing on Instagram to a highlight on my page um, titled surgery. So if you want more information, like I've done a couple of Q and A's, I've posted the actual links of things that I've purchased, stuff like that. Um, you can find all that there. And then obviously I'll also be documenting in real time, my recovery and saving it to that as well. So yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm so ready. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Photo shoot. No, sorry. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.